1: Mm, yes. We are coming to you absolutely live from the Victorian Pride Centre on this beautiful Saturday in Melbourne. We're streaming online at joy.org.au and, of course, on the Joy app and on podcast. This is Saturday Magazine, Joy 94.9's longest longest-running news and current affairs show. We proudly bring you this March the 4th edition of Saturday Magazine in what should be the Year of the Voice. I'm Maka. Paul's on panel. My co-host is Nevena Sparoska. John and James are on program support in the front desk. James, our podcaster, will be waiting anxiously, and he's got a great new show. You should have a listen to it. The Spoken Word. It's currently eighteen degrees, heading for a top of thirty. It's going to get a bit hot in the studio today, I suspect. Don't is that what...
2: to do with the weather or look? It could be. It, <laughs> it, could,
1: it could be because, in the order of appearance. Uh, Gabrielle DeVitri from the Greens is uh, here and anxiously waiting to grab the microphone. Then Rachel Payne uh, from Legalised Cannabis Victoria, MP in the Upper House. Then Dean Smith, the Shadow Minister for Charities, Liberal Senator from WA, uh, is going to talk to us about quite a few things, probably superannuation, robo debt, The Voice. And I'm interested in, you know, the amount of work hours that federal MPs, but also state MPs, work. It's a pretty tough gig. It's long hours, yes, yes. They put their hand up, but uh, interested in exploring that. Uh, Just after 11, I will have an op-ed. Then we've got Fiona Patton in the studio to talk, and she can, uh, on life after politics. And... Oh, yes, get closer to the microphone, Macca. There we go. And... Then for a complete change of pace, Professor Richard Hare from the University of Tasmania, he's going to talk to us about the Solomon Islands and Prime Minister Sogavare's marriage of convenience with China, he says. He he said it's a case of state capture. So I'm actually quite interested in this. And he comes to us courtesy of the Centre for Independent Studies, which is a right-wing think think tank, but but fortunately not too many nut jobs. So our next guest is... uh, Gabrielle Devitry. Right after this break uh, from the Greens, stay with us.
2: You're from. You are always welcome to join us at our table. Coles Group, proud partner of Sydney World Pride 2023.
0: Joy sponsor.
2: Our diverse
0: communities have one home. Joy.
1: You are on Saturday Magazine. Joy 94.9, not Joy FM. Who's our next guest, Nevena?
2: <laughs> our first guest this morning is the fabulous Gabrielle Vitry, member for Richmond, who joins us live, loud and proud. Welcome to you, Gabrielle. Good
0: morning. Great to be here again. It's a pleasure to isn't, have you.
1: Isn't it a beautiful day?
0: It's stunning out there. Yeah. I think we need to seize it or it might be the last of the season.
1: It could be. could be.
2: Gabrielle, you've got quite the portfolio under you, so not only are you carrying our community, you've got LGBTIQ plus equality, you've got the arts, renters' rights and consumer affairs, waste and the circular economy, disability rights and services.
0: How are you finding your first few months of parliament? Look, it's been really, really exciting. It's been so good to be inducted into a team of eight Greens MPs, double what we had last Um, Term, who are just so effective and so clear-sighted about the vision that we have for a more equal, uh, climate-safe future, and just the kind of effectiveness that they can achieve, um, and that they've brought us into with so few people and you know very very little real parliamentary power, but we are putting the important things on the agenda, and we're standing up, you know, for our communities and standing up against discrimination and bigotry in parliament and outside of parliament. Um, and really um, able to hold that space. So things that we've already brought onto the table um, to end logging this year, to raise the age of criminal responsibility to 14, to uh, reform our racist bail laws, um, regulating short stays to free up more rentals into the market, those kinds of things—they're really getting traction because we know that we're having a you know an inequality and an ecological crisis, and we need to act now.
1: Do you think, Gabrielle, that you know one of you know there's a lot of priorities there. Yep. So, and I'm sure you know you've got to put them not necessarily always in in the order of priority, but the ones that are achievable. I'm not calling them low hanging fruit, but you know some some things will be easier to achieve and take less time as opposed to a longer term. Which one of those do you think is going to be the most difficult, and the longer take the longest? Is it going to be Perhaps, uh, you know, some more regulation around short stays, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, because there's a lot of, I'll call them vested interests. Anyone that owns a property has an interest if they're doing that. How do you... You know that's going to take a long time, isn't it? And it's going to be pretty controversial. Yeah,
0: yeah. Look, you're asking me to crack open all our strat- oh, yeah. <laughs> secret strategies <laughs> live yeah. on air, please, Gabrielle. It's all right, no one's listening. You it's know, okay. it is. It's like what is what is urgent, what is salient, mm. what is um, gaining traction. You know, you've got dominoes that are falling um, that are outside of our control. Things that we can control with things like logging. You've got the you know the environmental groups that are um, activating, that are getting results in the court, that are shutting down native forest logging here and there. That's putting pressure on the industry maryvale maryvale pulp mill has just announced they're stopping their white paper manufacturing because of the supply issues we've been pushing for years and years to shut down native forest logging and so that has a flow on effect so we can see that you know actually the pressure that we're putting on with the uh with the activists has actually brought forward that date for ending forest um native yeah. forest logging. But you're right with short with um regulating the housing industry, we can tell labor is very, very sensitive. They get very nervous when I've brought it up, and that's become my my main issue right now because I'm hearing from so many renters who are just absolutely struggling to keep their heads above water. So do you look
1: do you look sorry, never next, but do you look around the world as well because, this is a, a, a worldwide crisis. doesn't matter what sort of an economy it is. worldwide, it is you know a huge problem, the shortage of affordable rent.
0: It's huge. Yeah. And yes, we do look around the world and what we see is that from New York to London, Berlin, Tokyo, Dublin, wherever you look, they have regulated the short-stay market. They have said there is a cap on the number of days you can put your property on Airbnb because right now we have people who can't even find a home. Mm. Uh, So like New York has banned it outright. You can't put an entire home on Airbnb. We want to uh, push for a 90-day cap on any home that's not a primary residence. So that really incentivizes people who own those properties to actually think, I can't be bothered putting it on... Airbnb just for 90 days. Mm. I'm actually going to release this onto the long term rental market and someone can have a home.
2: That is a very hot button issue and one that we'd love to hear a little bit more about is your LGBTIQ plus equality priorities for the year. This is something that a new term of government would feel refreshed about coming back to parliament. What will you be pushing on? We know your stance on anti-discrimination, on equality, but what is the one policy piece or piece of legislation you would love to see pushed through this year?
0: So we think that there's work to be done in the Equal Opportunity Act. Um, That's a really big priority. There's already a lot of good mechanisms in place to protect LGBTIQA plus people, but we want to make sure that that piece of legislation protects um, people from all faith-based schools and organisations from discriminating against LGBTIQA plus students um, and service users. So that's like, in terms of legislation, one of the biggest things. But what I'm hearing from the um, community organisations, um, Thorn Harbour, um, Minus 18, places like that is that actually there's a real gap there in terms of the funding for community-led organisations mm. um, and I'm going to be pushing for that gap to be filled so that we can make sure that we have that kind of um, social health advocacy all brought in together and really functioning well so that our, um, our queer community can be supported.
2: That's certainly something that's close to our hearts here. We want to see not only an investment in our communities, but in our community organisations. They keep us happy, they keep us healthy, but we are running out of time. So we'd just love to hear any further reflections that you have had recently Mm. in Parliament or anything that's really struck you about what your constituents of Richmond are telling you.
0: Yep. Um, In Parliament, what, I'm, what has also struck me is um, the conservative foothold that Liberals are having and how important the work that we still have to do is to make sure that we quash out discrimination and bigotry in all its forms. We saw the rise of, you know, ultra-conservative, transphobic uh, points of view in the first speech and the leaked emails of More Deeming. Um, I was thankfully not there. I was glad to be home mm. with Gastro. Um, so my... Colleague Ave polielli stood up and, and condemned what she had to say in Parliament. He was shot down by the Liberals, but they have a lot of questions to answer. This kind of transphobia and discrimination against sex workers that she displayed and that she was applauded for has no Place in our parliament has no place in our communities, has no place in politics, um, and the Liberal Party has to explain why they knowingly gave a platform to someone with such harmful and hurtful views. And we'll continue to press it, press them on it, and make sure that that kind of um, uh, attitude towards our sex worker communities, who are strong and resilient yep. in the face of mm. stigma, and our trans uh, trans community, that they continue to be supported, um, and that and that they don't face discrimination from our decision makers. That was Gabrielle
2: DeVitri, yes.
0: state member for Richmond. Thank you so much for
2: joining us on Saturday Magazine live and in the studio. Yeah, and
1: for coming in. it's uh, We really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, for our listeners, we have uh, regular guests from the Greens, which is, which is great. Um, every month we're going to have someone and... I know that uh, that's organised behind the scenes, so
2: <laughs> don't give away
1: all of our secrets, no, up. <laughs> no, so well, thank it's you. always a pleasure. Thank you, really thank you appreciate for joining us, your Gabriel. time and uh, have a great day. You too. Cheers. You are on Saturday Magazine, Joy ninety four point nine. Uh, coming up next, Rachel Payne from Legal Cannabis Victoria. Stay with us.